Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. The Weird Mountain Gals. Ring, 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 ring. Well, what does that remind me of? Oh, what were you? I don't know. Ring, 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 ring. Hmm. You know, I just, I just pulled those out of my hat. Oh. Like I don't know. How about this? That's pretty good. It was it was a little more, uh, I would say, aggressive than a lot of them have been. <laughs> I wonder what that means. Am I feeling aggressive today? I don't know. Have you kicked anything today? I have not, and I'm not tripped over anything. I've actually been doing pretty good today. That's real good. If you're not, you hadn't kicked anything, you hadn't tripped over anything. Have you have you blessed anybody out tonight today? Now, you you do know me, right? <laughs> you know that I would not bless anybody out. I would, <laughs> I would bless them or I'd cuss them till their back teeth rattled. Well, you have your own version of blessing is what I was kind of thinking. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, have you, have you spoken harshly to anyone? There we go. I, I have, uh, well, actually, I did speak harshly to somebody early this morning, but oh. not, not too harshly. I felt a little bad about it, but I don't think they gave a damn. So. Did you? I know how that is. It's all right. Boy, I tell you what, now, I had a situation earlier this week. As you know, I have my groceries delivered now because I'm, I'm very fortunate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to have some groceries delivered, and it was just an absolute foobar. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, well, you know, it was the usual. The, they told me they were delivering the groceries, and the groceries never showed up. And then when I tried to call about the groceries not showing up, the phone was evidently flooded with other people doing the same thing, I guess. I don't know because I could never get through. And when I would get through, I would get the endless on hold. And at one point I got through and I heard someone finally pick up and they just laid the phone down on the counter. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, if it was. Merry Christmas to you too, buddy. <laughs> so the next day I give them a call and I just, I didn't, I really resisted. You know, because the urge is to go ah, and just bless somebody out. And that's my, my, or that was my inclination, but I didn't. I was good. I behaved. I just was, I was pretty matter of fact, but I didn't demean the person that I talked to. So I feel okay about that. Yeah. And And for a lot of people, if, if they are sensitive, the sensitive sort. Yes. Being matter of fact like that is tantamount to them of you yelling at them, but it's not the same. Yeah. No, I was. I didn't do anything that would that was going to demean that guy that I was talking to, and he did make it right. Basically, I did the old 
uh, I'm going to confide in you something, you know, and I felt like if I was there in the room with him, I would have put an arm around his shoulder and said, son, let me tell you, <laughs> and shared some wisdom with him. And, you know, the, you got to get them on your side a little bit. And then, then you get them in the position of trying to help you figure out what the deal is. Yeah. And, you know, this is, that's just the way you do it. I know what I'm talking about on this customer service crap because I did it for a number of years. And it's like he really did make it right and then some. And, and so I applaud him for that. And I, I let him know that I understand that this stuff comes from the top down. And the employees are only as good as the person that is managing them. Well, and I, I am a person who I'm going to treat you the way you treat me. Right. And I'm going to start out being polite because that is my default mm -hmm. setting. Yeah. I want to solve the problem. I want to be polite and clear with you about what my problem is. And I want to work with you to figure out what is going on so that we none of us have to feel bad about that. But yeah. I tell you what, if I come up against attitude, oh yeah, then I, I'm perfectly, perfectly capable of returning attitude. <laughs> no. And returning it with what? Some, returning it with some adjectives and adverbs that people don't want to hear. No. Yeah. Are you kidding? I know. The kind of words that if you say them in polite <laughs> society, people start to fan themselves. Oh, no. no she did not just say that. <laughs> not that. No. Not, not that word. Not gall darn. Yeah. Not the livestock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, but yeah, no, I get that. There is a time and a place. Yeah, and if it's if if there's an attitude that's thrown at me, I'll let them know that they're. Excuse me, but you know, and then I'll make sure and get them in trouble for it. Oh yeah, me too. And and the thing to look out for me. Hey, all customer service people, here's your here's your get a clue. <laughs> if I start out friendly and you give me attitude, I might give you a little bit of attitude back, and then I'm gonna get icy cold. I see cold and I'm going to get formal and I'm going to get my problem solved. I'm going to get the issue dealt with. And then the last thing you are going to hear from me is I want to speak to your manager right now. <laughs> no, no, no. The last thing they're going to hear from you will be snip, snip, snip. Do you know what that is? <laughs> That's the sound of the scissors that are going to be cutting out the pot. Oh, did I say that? Out in the <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. Anyway. Yeah, but I have found again and again that I hardly ever have to go to that place. That if I'm just a, a, southern, a southern woman who needs some help, and I believe you are probably going to know how to solve this for me. And if you, if you don't know how, I bet you know who does. And that line has served me so well so many times. Right. Well, and that's actually the very best thing that you can do if you get into a customer service situation is put yourself on their side and then they get put in this position of being helpful to you and it'll keep you from yelling at them. And people will do most anything to keep from getting yelled at, you know, especially yeah. if they deserve it. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the truth. <laughs> That is the truth. I'll tell you another thing that we learned or, you know, that I learned in customer service world was a person is only physically capable of, of, of yelling 
and being at that blow up stage for like 23 seconds. And then they're going to stop or they're going to have a heart attack. And so they'll, they'll, they'll wind down a little bit. So they, you got, you got to outlast them for about a half a minute, about 30 seconds at the most, I would say. And then they will just start winding down. But then if you don't, if you don't, interject correctly at that point what you get is way even worse the second time around you know but, I, tell you what, I can I can sustain fury for a good long time oh well yeah you know I bet you could. <laughs> but, but I, I have to say that's just being an actor yeah you know, I can hit the the top of my volume and register yeah and I can keep that up I've done Shakespeare baby I've done Greek tragedy. I can keep that up a good long time. <laughs> I guess I could. I don't know. At this point, I just, I generally won't. Because well, why would you want to? Yeah, that's that's the thing. I I, I know how I deal with things. So, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Now, it's not saying I, I, I can't be pushed into something. I had that reaction a couple of months ago. You remember that when I was going to the store to get a sandwich for mom. Oh, I do indeed. <laughs> That's, I, I hope I don't do that again, maybe ever in my life, just lose my temper like that. Oh, I don't know, it's good. Sometimes <laughs> it's good. I had a fellow behind me, I pumped gas in my car. Yeah. And at that point, gas was very expensive. It was like 280 a gallon or something. And yeah. so I took the time to reach in and take out some trash that was in that center little thing in your car I just reached in and I threw it in the garbage and this man came up to me and he was not waiting behind me he was in the other other aisle and he said I don't know what you think you're doing people are waiting what? <laughs> and, and I looked around and I guess I looked kind of hurt and shocked and the person in the car behind me was on their phone they obviously weren't like blowing the horn or anything. Oh and I just looked at him and I said, oh, excuse me. I didn't see for a minute that you were my <laughs> damn daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what did he, he do? He, well, he got all woofy. You know, well, uh, such language, little lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had the element of surprise, I guess. Well, I tell you, ain't nobody the boss of me now that my daddy's dead. But when my daddy was alive, well, about 80% of the time, if he told me something, I did it. Oh. He's the only, by golly, he's the only one. Now, how come he was able to get you to? Because he loved me. And I knew if he wanted to get me to do something, he wanted, he wanted me to do it because it'd be good for me. So it was an issue of trust is what yeah. you're saying. Oh, yeah. I got it. I understand that. I do. Well, yeah, that, I don't know. I'm that poor little fella, he just looked at me like, huh? what did you just say to me? Huh? Well, Clutch we need time. a little more of that. I mean, I know people have time on their hands, but that's just, that's ridiculous. I mean, it is ridiculous. If what were you hurting? The, and it also was not that person's place to tell you what the guy or gal behind you wanted. That's for them to do, not for him to do. Well, you know, exactly. So, but you, you know, know, there's a lot of people who feel like everything around them is their business and they're going to correct you and make sure everything runs a little bit more smoothly than it did. Gladys Kravitz. 
Exactly. <laughs> There's something very strange about her. Gladys, will you stop? No, I will not. It is time that people found out about this house. Oh, weird things go on in here. They have powers. Supernatural powers. So I'm just, you know, I'm I'm done with those people. And I'm also done, women especially, will just sort of nod and smile and we just sort of get along to go along, you know, and I'm done with it. Well, sometimes, well, let me just say this. I, I understand and I'm there for the most part where you are. I mean, it takes a lot to get me to that point of being irritated, but once I am, I am, you know. I, I do see a lot of people who are just out there sticking their nose in other people's business unasked because why? I guess because they want to, you know, and even that, I just want to just stay away from them. That's too much drama for me. I know, but I'm a drama professional, you know. You're a drama professional, which means you can participate if you choose to, and you can put an end to it if you choose to. Sure and can. for me, you know, I'm not a drama professional. I'm a drama uh, uh, disliker for the most part. I like to watch it occasionally, but not if it's real, only if it's on the stage. Oh, I so hear you. I don't know if you recall the OJ situation, but... OJ for a while became a, just a television sensation with the older crowd that was home because they watched it. And they were just, you know, he's there creeping along the interstate at four miles an hour or something. And they were watching it and just fascinated because it took so long. And then the trial took a long time and, and it became a little bit of a, a, an inner, a, a television sensation. And I know that after it was over, they sold sets of video of, uh, what were they, VHS tapes. Wow. And they had like sets of them that they sold that were the whole story of the OJ thing. And people still watch that stuff. Well, I, that's how I think politics has become to a certain degree. And... For me, I tried to, I've tried to kind of ameliorate that by, if I, by substituting it for this other addiction and it's, I'm not too, I'm not too proud of it, but it seems to be working so far. And that is, I, I watched the late night monologues <laughs> on YouTube. Uh -huh. So don't think poorly of me. It's, oh, no. I laugh my ass off, you know. Oh but yeah, I, me too. Because I don't, I don't watch them when they happen. Because I'm a farmer, you know. I'm asleep by right. then. Yeah. But I watch them the next day. Right? Do you really? Okay, I, I feel not better. Always, but often I do. Good. Then I feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> And now, a question from one of our listeners. Eric Sellers is a paranormal investigator. He recently spoke with Alicia, and here's his question. Okay, um, this is a question that, that uh, I've asked a lot of different people that have been involved with the paranormal over, over the years, and it's come up again here recently, and I think we might have actually touched on it a time or two in the past you know, couple of months or so. Mm -hmm. But my question is, is, okay, so 
after after an individual or somebody would pass away, do you feel like after you have gone through the light, do you have that perception that when you go through the light, after you've passed away, you can come back through the light and interact with the living and just like, you know, what, what we would be um, dealing with on a paranormal standpoint. <laughs> you know, what you did, you just went to the heart of the reason that people get involved in paranormal investigations is because they want to know, they want to know this answer to this question. And the word mystic comes in my mind when people talk to me about this subject, I think through the many centuries of the mystics that have talked about this subject. This is, this is really the heart of a question. So I'm fine with answering it, but I would also be fine with hearing some of our listeners point of view about the subject. Because, you know, I'm kind of limited. All I know is what I know. And all I know is the things that I've learned for myself. And I learn by hearing from other people. So what do you think about that? Why don't we ask that question, throw it out there to some of the podcast listeners? I'd like to, I'd like to hear, you know, everybody's take on it. Because, you know, I, my opinion has always been that there are some some individuals, and I touched on this with somebody the other day, that um, like our our grandparents, that generation was so into like religion and their their relationship and walk with God, but they they were so involved with it that when their time came to go, they had already made their peace with whomever their maker they they determined to be, and so I believe. That those a lot of the older people that that I'm speaking of, once they crossed over, they're gone. They're just gone. I mean, it's like it's like you're there. You you won't be able to like probably contact them because they've gone. To the, they've gotten to the to the point where wherever they've gone is just so beautiful and so wonderful that you know they're they're gone. But then I think there are others. You know, I kind of reach here. This is the part I'm actually asking about at this at, during this conversation. Is there are others that you know possibly have gone through the light, but they're still concerned about, or you would think they'd still be concerned about the people that they left behind, whether it be a sister, a brother, a mother, a father. But you know, somebody that was pretty involved in your life, they didn't really die tragically. You know, they pretty much passed away in a a calm, quiet place, you know, they didn't, it wasn't anything dramatic or, or terrible, but it was, it was easy. But that's, that's the question I would ask to, uh, to everybody is, is do you feel like that certain people that when you pass through the light, do you believe that you can, you can come back through the light to um, check in per se? That's a good one, Eric. We welcome questions at any level from curious listeners. Many of you have experience in this area, and the gals would love to hear from you. Remember, you were once new to this subject as well. Of course, it doesn't mean they'll put it out there. Some things are just too good to share. 
<laughs> hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. <laughs>